Hello and welcome to Killing It. This is a MTV The Challenge podcast. I'm Daniela. And I'm Keith. You got it going on. You got it going on. And I feel like without the solid date of like the challenge happening once a week, our lives have just been turned upside down and all uh, around. We've, we've truly been scrambling. I feel And you guys scrambled. are the losers in this. We're so sorry. We're working um, on, on being better about picking a regular yeah. date, but without the, the certainty of Thursday nights. I know. Wednesday we just, nights. We I don't, don't even know. know. Yeah, we don't know. The challenge is coming back May 4th. You probably already know that. Not Rivals soon 3. Enough. We did our breakdown last week, but we're still waiting for it to come back. We're so excited, obviously. Um, very, very excited. Excited. Did you watch any of the cast clips that they put up, put online? I haven't watched any of the cast clips. Um, I've been watching the real world, so I've been seeing all the um, previews they've been oh, doing yeah. and stuff like that. It looks good. And every time something visually, ha- we're in we're in for an, an, another stimulating season. Yeah. Um, the it took me maybe a couple times. Because I'm like I'm like a two screen person. Like during mm-hmm. the commercials, I'm like looking at my phone or whatever. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to be like that anymore. I I really want to change that about myself in my life. Yeah. yeah, I'm a distracted person constantly. If any of you feel that way, can tweet us. Yeah, we will second <laughs> screen during this pod. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, this is not real time. So. Yeah. Um, today is Thursday. Today is Thursday. Today, Prince died. It's been a really difficult day. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been weird. We're also we're also recording in a place we've never recorded before. Trying something new. Drinking Trying something new. We're also drinking something we've never had before. Yeah, we're drinking a can Actually, of rosé. I tried it this morning because there was a free wine tasting at the Twitter Market Building. Yeah. Um, of these wines, and then I tried it because a lady offered it to me. A, a lady from the company, not like a random person on the street. <laughs> Some woman came by. <laughs> well, you know, you never uh, know. It's Underwood brand. Yeah, it's rosé in a can. We're liking it so far. Yeah, I like it. Um, China also died today. Yeah, R.I.P. China. China. Jody Lauer. It's been a it's been a day, but you know we are. Looking forward at all the but things we have to Prince look would, forward to. Prince would want us to go on, and go on we will. Uh-huh. Um, we shall. Yes, yeah, but be, because Prince died today, so MTV is actually showing Prince stuff all day. So there's not going to even be a real world tonight, which is what I was planning on doing later. Um, so I guess it's kind of good for us because, you know, we're going to kind of catch up on a little bit of um, real world stuff that we haven't discussed. Um, we'll t- definitely t- we're going to be talking about the leak, which is basically I think the theme of this season is who, who leaked all the stuff about Janet to the public on the internet, um, where Vevmo becomes a real front runner. I love <laughs> another cast member on the show because that's where they leaked the information to. Yeah, and we'll talk about who that is in, in a bit. But we're also going to do a big. Um, I think we mentioned it in our last podcast. We're going to talk about the Real World Love special that they did. It was it was indeed special. It, it warmed special. my heart. And, yeah, yeah. We had, there's and also we were blessed with some like gr- great great news involving two people who are on that love special. We'll, we'll get to that later in the pod. We'll finish it off with that because yeah. Honestly, like, despite <laughs> how scrambled the two of us have been recently and not been able to like sit down together, it's actually a blessing in disguise because this this. 
news broke yesterday, and yeah. and the timing just couldn't be more perfect. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. So let's dive into let's it. Let's dive in. Um, so, rural, go big or go home. Um, I'll, before I get to the whole leak thing, a few thing, a few other kind of like things are happening in the house. Um, Dion and Kayla are still like there's still a lot of tension. Dion does not want to hook up with Kayla anymore. I don't think she wants to hook up with him, but she's really like pissed at the way he's been treating her. I don't really think he's treating her any specific way. I think he is kind of rude and crude to everyone in the house, but I think she's sensitive because she kind of likes him. But also I kind of think the producers are kind of making her feel like she likes him and she really doesn't. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he wasn't as rude to her in the beginning um, because I think he probably did, like, he was like, maybe I'll sleep with her. Yeah. And then once he did, he, he was like, I'm not interested anymore. It's just like, I I can't... feel like if he hadn't talked to Amanda, please, then he would have still been sleeping with her. Yeah. I, I can see that. I don't think that he has, like, any real morals. <laughs> I do I'm sorry, I don't. His carny life. Whatever. That's like, that makes me feel disgusting. It's like, that makes me feel awful. You know, so last week, CJ did did a Ask CJ Anything on the Real World Twitter, and someone asked her if she was still uh, going to law school, and she's pursuing, like, her law school path or whatever, and Mm -hmm. she said, I put it on hold, hashtag Carney life, and I was just like, ugh. God, he drew her in. They have been hanging out a lot. I am all for... Like, sowing ye wild oats while ye may or whatever. Like, I took time off when I was younger. Like, I traveled. Yeah. Whatever. That's all great. But as long as you, like, know that this is temporary. And to be honest, I think that Dion's a little bit too old for this. Yeah. I agree. I think that, and, like, I don't know, the way that he treats people, it would be one thing if he was, like, super nice, but... The way that he treats people and doing this is how he lives his life makes me just, like, feel like he's got, like, a lot of issues that we don't know about. Uh, also, he just seems kind of like a kind of guy who doesn't really care, even if he did. Like, he just seems like he's kind of like a... He is kind of... I think he's even said he's, like, a man boy. You know what I mean? Like, he... It's just, like, the way he is. I don't know. Not, like... Yeah. I'm kind of over their whole, like, weird... Yeah. Thing. I mean, they're just like a Battle of the X's 3 team in a making, pretty much. Yeah, it's like, it's not very compelling. Um, so I don't know why we've talked about Yeah, he made her cry, and that's the kind of thing. I was like, oh, poor Kayla. But then I was like, oh, she, like, she's, like, she's better than that. Yeah, she's, like, super beautiful. She can, like, know, do whatever seriously. she wants. She's so pretty. Like, it, in this new episode, she was, like, talking about writing a story about what, like, Oh, when she was like, oh, I want to be a journalist, and then she put glasses on and was asking Chris about being a Mormon. <laughs> like, I think that that's great. I would love her to pursue her, like, journalistic pursuits, but that was, like, the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was pretty funny, but yeah. her, it was well-intentioned. <laughs> no, totally. It was just, oh, my God. I was, like, cracking up. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Chris, he went to a strip club for the first time, and it was the most uncomfortable thing I ever saw. It was one of the most uncomfortable things it I've ever so watched. It was so weird. It was though. really weird. Chris. Despite being gay. Well, he's pansexual. Oh, sorry. So he's pansexual. Um, and I'm going to assume if you're listening to this, you actually know us personally and you probably know what that means. Um, <laughs> but like these women, these women were grinding on him and he was like having an orgasm yeah, he in was the like, strip club. It was so weird. And like who I think Sabrina, CJ and Kayla were with them. And yeah. Dion was there, too. 
But, um, yeah, they were, like, also really freaked out. Yeah, they were just, like, sitting there. It was really, the whole setup of the situation, like, physically was weird because it was, like, two ladies on Chris. Dion was, like, standing over him, like, and to the side weirdly. Like, so proud. So proud, like a a father, like, like watching his. Like a small father watching his giant son. (laughs) And then, like, the three girls were sitting at the table just, like, sitting there, arms crossed, being like, this is really weird. Yeah. It was just, like, a very bizarre vibe. It was so weird. And then they, like, left. I can't remember, like, the main reason why they left. They wanted to leave. And the girls weren't really having very much fun watching Chris get grinded on and having an orgasm so they wanted to go and then Dion was so mad and that's kind of the reason why the whole like he made Kayla cry thing because she's like you don't treat me the same da 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 yeah um um and also Dion was like trying to invite those girl the strippers back to the 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 house and he was like really mad because he was like we had to leave before I could give them the phone number or something like that. Yeah. Also, an aside, before, I think on the previous episode, which we didn't really, we didn't cover on our last podcast, he did hook up with this girl named Kia, like oh, the yeah. car, like as the car. she said herself. Um, and that kind of also pissed Kayla off. But, you know. That situation was shady. That's, I, that would how do be, you, how like, do you mean? I don't know. The way that he handled it was just, like, really bizarre. Like, First of all, he's, like, blackout, trashy, drunk. And then he just, like, pulls her into the shower, like, as soon as she comes over and they have sex in the shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, she bounces. Yeah, I wonder what she wanted to get from it. Maybe she just wanted to have sex with him. I, like... But I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be, like, a girl who came for a second on a reality TV show and had sex with a guy. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, if you want to... But no judgment. I mean, I also would, like, I would just rather have a role. If if I was, if I was 20 whatever old they are, 22 or something in Vegas, maybe I would do that. I don't know. No judgment, Kia. You seem like a nice enough person. Yeah, you seemed nice, Kia. We don't know you, but you seem nice. You know, maybe it would have been different if Kia hooked up with somebody else. Yeah, if she hooked up with a Dean, maybe it would be a different story. Poor Dean hasn't gotten any. I know. Dean and and Sabrina have been very um, inactive. Also, like, we're still waiting on um, some follow-up on Sabrina's, like, I want to find my mom's storyline. Yeah. It still hasn't happened yet. So we're waiting for that. Um, but yeah, we'll just get to, we'll get to the real, um, the real meat in the story on Go Big or Go Home, which is the leak. Oh, the leak. Yeah. Um, Jenna brings up a good point and she basically says like, why you, why do you guys even like film this and interview us about it? Because it's like happening in real time. Like, yeah. this doesn't even matter. And that's, like, a really good point with the internet, with social media. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew everything about them, before, yeah. like, while they were filming. And the way that this kind of gets introduced is funny because pictures of Chris um, naked on their roof were leaked to the internet. Yeah. And then, um, and so they had, they were, like, in the beginning of the episode, they kind of were talking about, oh, yeah, Chris's naked pictures, da-da-da-da-da. And then um, the girls see what people are saying about Jenna because someone wrote, like, this article basically about her. And I think Kayla's mom forwards Kayla, like, a copy and paste of the article. Yeah, yeah. and it was it was on Vevmo. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny that no one ever mentions Vevmo by name because we know that the MTV producers know what Vevmo yeah, is. They're probably looking at Vevmo right now. Yeah, they probably are. 
Yeah, I um, was a little bit ago. Yeah, you you took. I'm off Vevmo for like you gotta, three months. You gotta pass the time somehow. Yeah, I'm like um, Vevmo. I'm I'm Vevmo free. For I think like, I have to I have to be that way too. But I don't want to make this podcast about Vevmo. No. If anyone out there from Vevmo listens, I'm watching you. We love Vevmo. <laughs> it's a great way. It's a good to, source. Yeah, it's a good source. But if you don't want to be spoiled, you will be spoiled. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then Jenna's mom even calls and says, like, oh, like, there's all these things about you. People are saying you're a racist. All these different things are saying terrible things about you, that you're in the KKK and stuff, which I don't really know how that got started, the KKK thing. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, so basically there's this whole question in the house. Like, she – so Jenna thinks that Kayla leaked this information to the Internet to, like, you know, shame her because they don't like each other. But – um. That's not really what happened. Her logic there was kind of a stretch. Kayla, like, doesn't care enough. I don't Yeah, think. I mean, also, like, you're not going to spend the time online that you have, like, leaking information. They wouldn't even let you. So someone, you know, no, they don't know who did it. Everyone talks about, like, we don't know who did it, and no one's owning up to it. They actually um, say at one point, like, it can't be one of our people, and I think that they mean, like, the producers, because, like, they mm. wouldn't do that, which is, like, nice yeah. that they, they have did. such a trusting relationship It's with interesting producers. that, like, when you were talking about Jenna, um, talking about why are you even filming this, it's, you're ruining my life. Like, it is, like, a weird moment of, like, oh, yeah, like, the real, like, sorry, real world is all about, like, kind of, like, showing behind the curtain more so than they had ever really been before. Like, this is kind of a whole new, like, level. Because they're even talking about, like, this isn't even out yet. Yeah. Like, producers. Like, all this stuff. Like, you know, they really show the producers talking. And when we find out who actually is leaking the information, which is Chris. Yeah. um, Then you really kind of see that kind of come forward. Because you see the producers ask him, like, um, basically his reasonings behind doing it. And he says, Chris claims that he wants to, and just note, he didn't admit this to his roommates at all, and he wasn't planning on it. He says he wanted to start a a conversation about race and, like, LGBT rights or something. Like, there wasn't already a national conversation happening. And, like, you're not on a reality show that just in, in just existing naturally causes conversation. That's why they have those little ads in front of those those episodes that talk about those things. Like, if you are someone you know has domestic violence in their lives, like, contact those person. That's, like, that's just what the world has always been about. Yeah. So you don't need to, like, directly, like, leak information to the internet. Like, Jenna's doing harm to her, like, um, like, this is what it's all about. Jenna's doing harm to her personality, her reputation. her reputation all on her own by the way she's saying and but she kind of isn't because she also is like learning but she also she definitely says ignorant things all the time i'm not really like on her side but i'm not um, on her side either but she's doing that to herself she doesn't need someone to like start exactly. this national conversation chris doesn't need to persecute her yeah. like online without giving her the chance to defend herself yeah. like while they're like literally quote unquote offline for however many weeks yeah. it's, and, it's unfair it's cowardly actually yeah. and she's becoming like like you like you could easily if he had not done this say that Jenna is kind of a bully because she does do things that are like weird and like not very nice and like ignorant towards her other roommates like the way she treats Kayla and says things are pretty much like really like lame and naive and like I don't know silly and like the things she says about, like, CJ and, like, all this different stuff. Like, she's all doing that all by herself. Her reputation is damaged for her, from her own doing. She doesn't need 
someone to like leak the information to like the world because she's gonna do it gonna do it herself and what it makes you out to be is someone who's kind of like righteous a a little too righteous yeah and that's Um, the kind of thing he's escaping because he's like an ex-mormon right yeah but so i think like part of it is that he only knows evangelism like he he's mormon he grew up in this culture that's like very preachy very evangelist like the missions that they go on um that they have to convert people and basically what he's doing is the same thing that the church does just on the opposite side like he's saying you know you are only a good person if you are accepting of other people in this way that i have deemed to be accepting yeah and so i don't think he realizes it um but you know, you are a product of the environment in which you grew up in. And, like, even though he's changed what his beliefs are, his behaviors are still very similar. And it's... Yeah. What he did was really unfair to Jenna. Yeah. Like, honestly. And it's making her... Like, it's it's kind of unfortunate because she's be kind of, like, becoming sympathetic. And he's becoming, like, more monstrous. When in reality, the stuff that she has been saying has been pretty horrifying. Yeah, and he, like, is trying to do, like, a good thing, but the way he's going at it is making him come off like a bully. And, yeah, like, she was, like, you know, she's the one who's saying the harmful things, but the way he's, like, treating the situation is making him come off really self-righteous. And, yeah. like, and he's, beca- like, he's wrong. And, like, the after show even, like, ugh, my I God. Did, I couldn't watch it. I was, like, he was, I was so like pissed. He was just so, like, mean for no reason. He's obviously got like a lot of a lot of like stuff inside of yeah, him. And I under, I mean I think it's totally valid for him yeah. to be angry about this kind of thing, but just like let like I don't know. I feel like they should also like they shouldn't be teaching each other. They should all like be studying each other and like, you know, cuz they could all learn from oh, each that's other. That's a really good perspective. You know what I mean? Like I think the the way of CJ when she approaches Jenna after the whole thing, she was like, "I just want to let you know like I like care about you." And I don't, like, think you're a bad person and all this stuff. And that's, I think, like, more the right thing to do. And CJ has all the reason to, like, really not like Jenna. Yeah. Because Jenna says the, the worst things about black people. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just has no idea that she's so, like, wrong. And CJ could be pissed off and, like, really go off on her and doesn't. And she's trying to just, like, learn from her and be patient with her. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way. They should all, like, be just learning from each other. Yeah. Like, instead of... Instead of Chris, like, you know, taking it on, taking it as his, like, um, you know, mission in life to... Personal vendetta? Yeah, like a personal vendetta and, like, ruin Jenna. Like, he should just be, like, learning, like, okay, she still has all those things that I had in me, maybe, when I was, like, Mormon. I don't know. I don't know either. It's gone really real. It's gone real real. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it just, it was so so affecting, because, like, I think you want to really like Chris and what he's doing, but... Ugh. It's a, right. I mean, it was, it's an interesting issue to bring up and think about. One of the things that also really bothered me about the whole thing is that Chris was forced to tell Jenna the truth. It was a mission that was specific yeah. to him, and he basically went into the confessional and a video played, and it was like, tell Jenna that, like, you're... Yeah. <laughs> and so he... And no one else saw it is is important because then he goes over to Jenna and says basically like I want to tell you the truth. Yeah, he doesn't say he had he to. He had to. And like I I don't know if I would in that situation either, but I mean it just it comes off so poorly on him. Yeah, it wasn't He never would have told her if he wasn't forced to. Yeah, then I don't know. These this whole these whole mission things like 
Oh, I am over it. Yeah. I am so over it. Next week they have to quote unquote climb a mountain, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's yeah." So they hard. have to like go on a hike. Like who knows? They'll probably someone will have a solo mission to like. I don't know, say they're sorry to someone else just because producers want them to. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we'll see how this goes. But there's definitely this Jenna confrontation with the roommates is not over. And it's probably going to arch over the entire season. Cause you know. I really don't see anyone going home. Well, I actually, did you read all of the CJ tweets from her Ask Me Anything thing? I read most of them. She, I did, she did answer my question. Oh, yeah, she did. Do you yeah. want to tell us what it was? I asked CJ um, who was her favorite Real World alumni, and she, um, she said Naya because she, she said she's heard a lot about her, and she thinks they would, like, get along. Basically, I can't remember exactly what it was, but... We'll talk more about Naya and our hot topics. I've got a hot topic about her. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, but also, one of the things she said was somebody, like, asked her, like, um, the alternate seemed really interesting. Like, are we going to see them at all during the season? And mm-hmm. CJ was like... You very may well, you should stay tuned or something like that. Yeah. So it was like coy, but it was like, I feel pretty confident that like someone's going to show up at some point. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Go big or go home. And I have a feeling some of them are going to be going <laughs> home. Um, but yeah, well, we'll keep you updated. We will. Um, but what oh, we're can gonna... I do a quick? Oh, yeah. What? I propose. So who's your number one seed for the challenge from this season so far? Oh, hmm. I mean, I really want CJ to be on the challenges. Yeah. Um, that's my main kind of pick. I would say, I, I, I mean, I would say Dion, but I mean, obviously he's going to be on them. Yeah, Dion is my number one seed. Uh, but Not, like, my, not but, my pick, but my seed. But last season I was like, Bruno Avi is going to be on the challenges, and he hasn't shown up yet. Okay, well, to be fair, Bruno took such a turn in the last couple episodes. Yeah. So, because he really he's, psych- he's truly a psycho. <laughs> So apparently he was going to be on Rivals 3 with um, Sylvia. But then when he heard Sylvia was his partner, he said no. He, like, Who his, else would he think would be his rival? I don't. I mean, I don't know if they know. I think um, I remember on the Brain Candy podcast, Sarah mentions like when they are going to the challenges. Like Some people know what the theme is. Some people don't. Some people have an idea. Um, I, I think like someone like Bananas probably always knows the theme. I mean, doesn't he have a producer credit by now? <laughs> I probably, <laughs> but like, um, I think maybe some of the more like, you know, more the vet people know like who their partner is and stuff, but I don't know. But yeah, apparently he got caught wind and said no at the last mm. minute, but who knows if Vevmo is, um, you know, telling the truth. Uh, we just don't know. We don't know. But you know what? Typically y'all are, so. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? They're like magicians or whatever, right? Um, but yeah, well, let's move on. A bunch on. of Cassandras, a bunch of soothsayers. <laughs> Um, let's move on to the real world love special where it, we, um, it was, it was heartwarming. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, we visited a lot of old couples. Like we went as far back at, well, actually we went as far back as San Francisco by the end. Uh, one of my favorite real world couples, Pam and Judd. Yeah. I was actually really surprised. They were, they were like Skyped in. It wasn't like, um, a Bun and Murray produce one-on-one. No. Um, but yeah, they Skyped in from, I don't know if they live in San Francisco. I think that they still do. Yeah. But basically, Pam was uh, in med school in San Francisco, and I forget what Judd was doing. He's an uh, artist. He, yeah, he's like a he had a he did a comic strip. It's actually interesting, um, you know, Dave Eggers. Yeah. Was like he was on the show 
on the real world because Judd goes for an interview for the magazine that he talks about working on. Oh, that's so During Heartbreaking Work of Staggering yeah, Genius. Yeah, in Dave Edgar's book, A Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius, he talks about when he was working on that magazine trying out for the real world. Because yeah. they found out it was going to be in San Francisco. Full circle. Full circle. But yeah, Judd and Pam did not date while they were on the show. No, but they got together afterwards yeah. because of the heartbreak of losing Pedro, who was their yeah. housemate. They got really close. They got that. really close. And so they formed like a very close relationship, and they've been married for, as they said, 23 years. Crazy. So crazy. And they have kids, and she's a doctor, and he's he like has like a daily or something. Yeah, I mean, he works on, like, he's worked on tons of DC comics. I, I, I went to one of the Comic-Cons one year, and he drew me um, oh, a mutant. that's so nice. He drew me Nocturne, who's, like, alternate reality Nightcrawler's daughter. Oh. I think. Don't um, hold me to that. Um, but, yeah, they were <laughs> we'll on tweet it, it later. Judd. So, there are, you know, there are some success stories. and It's <laughs> funny because they asked, the producers were like, well, why are you a success story? And they were like, because we didn't date on the show. Yeah, because it usually doesn't work out no. like it didn't for any of the other people who were I on the know. program. Um, they also talked about Danny and Melinda. Um, they didn't, like, jo- Johanna and Wes were both also interviewed about Danny and Melinda, but they did not talk about I noticed that, and that was Johanna interesting. Johanna and Wes. I wonder if, like, I, I wonder who would be more reluctant to talk about who. Because, okay, so Danny and Melinda and Johanna and Wes were both from Real World, Austin. Austin. And Danny and Melinda got married. Johanna and Wes were engaged, and Wes they had was a house like, together. They had bought a house together, and Wes was like going on the challenges in order to like basically create a nest egg for them. And then, as he would, as he would, then Johanna goes on the island after the the engagement has been broken up. Yeah, and sleeps with, with Kenny, Kenny <laughs> like in the ocean at one point. It was very beautiful. It was beautiful, but very trashy looking. Very trashy looking. Uh, well, the whole the island was all just trashy. It was a mess. Um, but yeah, so it was interesting that. Danny and Melinda were interviewed about their relationship, yeah. and John and Wes well, were interviewed about Danny and Melinda, and yeah. not necessarily. It's also interesting. I didn't even like realize like at that time in like pop culture, like the real world was still pretty like relevant in pop culture. So Danny and Melinda were kind of like, oh, we were life like probably were in People Magazine when they got married or something. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so they and then Wes kind of talks about like no one realized that it would go this far. Like you know, like I think. It did kind of seem, and even Melinda, I think, kind of agreed, like, you know, it seemed like something they kind of were just really rushing into. Like, they didn't give each other enough time to be together. Um, it was sweet, though. I mean, I think they're both in a good place. Um, they also were on Battle of the Seasons together after they were divorced. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. But, yeah, it also, yeah, they talked about Danny Melinda. Um, who else do they talk about? Um, well, we'll do them last. Yeah. <laughs> they talk about Johnny and Avery, just kind of about like, what, what was the question they introduced? Like, what, what, what would you do if your partner was into kinky sex or something? I know. Like I feel I so just, bad for that Avery. That producer voice was really creepy. It really was. But basically like one of the subplots of Johnny and Avery from a real world Portland relationship was that like. Johnny was just this like boring mass hole and yeah. Avery was like this like kinky <laughs> slut who worked at uh, Hooters and Dang. I'm not calling her a slut I'm, I'm, just, I'm going, inferring what the producer it. said and basically like they were they at one point okay so Avery 
this is how the producers played it off because I like Avery. But they made it seem like she wanted it all the time. And the clip that they showed on the love special was actually like her convincing Johnny to like have sex in the bathroom or something like that at the place where they worked. Pizza Schmitza. Pizza Schmitza. And they were like playing it off like like she was just like trying to like get him to do all these things, which like she kind of was, but it wasn't because Avery's like kinky, it's because Johnny's boring. Yeah. I don't know. It was kind of a weird one to check in with. Yeah. Because they were on Bio Lexus too, the, like just the other day, basically, and we kind of got it. We've had enough of like what their relationship's about. It's because they're both still like willing to talk about things. Yeah. Because they both like want to be on more challenges. They're both going to be on the next challenge. Mm-hmm. So you got to gotta put them on the screen. Who is um, Avery's partner again? Oh, Leroy. Leroy. Yeah. The, such a stretch. Yeah. Um, basically, Leroy just kind of like doesn't agree with how. She treated Johnny. But we already talked about that. Um, They also talked about Dustin and Heather, which was kind of nice because Dustin was very, like, it was a great three years. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cute ending to their kind of, like, very tumultuous relationship that was also on VH1's Couples Therapy. Yeah. It really (laughs) Um, was. They also checked in with Naomi from that season. It was great to see her. She looked cute. Uh, Naomi looked amazing. I'm very happy for her. I should have done a deep dive on, like, what she's up to. Yeah. Maybe we'll come come back next time with that. Um, they also did. They also checked in with Jemmy and Knight. Well, they didn't check in with Knight because he passed away. But they checked in with Jemmy. Yeah. And she did her interview solo, but also with Ashley from and her they season. Had, I think they had McKenzie. Yeah, McKenzie say like skyped into, and they just kind of talked about. I don't know. I think Ashley said that Jemmy and Knight were like bros who were in love, which seemed it, to kind it of was true. true. Uh, the Jemmy and Knight love story will. will always forever be like fucked up but like beautiful yeah. one of my favorite tv romances i love them yeah I love me, Jemmy. me too and i follow jemmy on instagram and every time she posts like something positive I, it always makes my heart feel like a little bit bigger yeah. she definitely was very affected yeah um but yeah she's the best <sighs> she just deserves um, happiness now and uh, other people who deserve happiness let's get into um, we're it just gonna, we're gonna end the pod with this because it's gonna be it's going to be intense. Yeah. I was so, going to say, oh, we're going to end the pod with oh this because it's going to be like a short I pod. I almost forgot. Jenny and Brian. Oh, from yeah. From Explosion. Oh, jeez. Oh, excuse that's me. That's because they're boring and... Well, uh. I love Jenny. I love Jenny. She was like my favorite person on that season. I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, they had a baby. It's great. Brian looks great. He, I think he... I, I don't know. That's kind of mean, but I don't think he's taking steroids or performance-enhancing supplements anymore, so he's thinned out. <laughs> well, you know, when you have a baby, that's like probably not on your like list yeah. of but yeah. He looks financial. He looks, he looks great. <laughs> um, baby's cute. You know. Um, hopefully, Jenny goes and does a challenge. Maybe she could get someone to take care of the baby. <laughs> I yeah, doubt it, They don't no. really have mothers on the challenge often. They just seem like they're a very happy, tight little family unit. Yeah. They're just, like, she's, off um, doing that now. She's on the cover of some Kansas City bar magazine, dressed as April O'Neil from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, um, what does she do now, too? She's a... She's a model. It's so weird. No, I thought she was, like, a, sorry, a real estate agent or something. Oh, who knows? She's kind of, like, a jack-of-all-trades. <laughs> Remember, she was like a go-go dancer. A Jill and a of model, all trades. Like a Jill of all trades. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, check out her Instagram or Twitter or something, because it's pretty funny to see her dress as April O'Neil holding a green drink. Um, some homework for you guys. Um, but anyway, we'll get, to, we'll get to the real, like, 
the well, I was gonna say the meat of it again, but I yeah. already said that. For well, before else. we do that, do you want me to give you your life update on Naomi? Oh yeah, what's up with Naomi? Naomi Defensor at Naomi MTV on Twitter. Uh, her description is multicultural digital advertising slash video correspondent slash former real worlder and a partridge in a pear tree. And she seemed very into Jesus and Erica Badu. And she also tweeted, which is a whole thing. But she also tweeted, check out my new video show, Sound Off NYC, for everything trending in NYC entertainment and music. So it just seems like she's doing, like, media stuff. Yeah. And that she also really loves Jesus. Good for her. Not on my own, but with the Christ that lives inside me, dot, dot, dot. And then on Instagram links. I don't know what that means. But... So, yeah, that's what's happening. I'm glad she's happy. I'm glad she's happy, too. She seriously looked so good on that love yeah, special. she was so cute. I, did, I forgot about her and Mike's fake wedding. Yeah, that was a really fun moment. Yeah. I really love Las Vegas, too. Yeah, I should rewatch it. I have the DVDs. Mm, I know. I borrowed um, them. No, I didn't. No, Never mind. Didn't. I watched, watched them on Hulu. or something. Um, anyway, so Madison and Tony. Were Here the, we go. <laughs> we're kind of like... They're obviously, like, the stars of the show because, ever, like, they're, like, you know, skeletons just happened. Everyone's still talking about it. Um, well, and, I mean, Tony made such a mess of the last, the last his appearance on the last yeah. challenge. And he reveals that he did basically cheat on Madison on that challenge, which it was always unclear before this. We, know the viewers, we all knew. We knew, but we he knew. never, neither of them ever, ever really said it directly, and he did say, like, I, like, you know. Yeah. Hooked up with her on the challenge. Yeah. Christina. And Madison, Madison is so sweet. Her face just fell. I know. She, like, visibly got really sad when he said that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they have a baby, and the baby's cute, Harper. Harper, so cute. And they so showed, cute. like, they actually showed Madison, like, in the delivery room. And yeah. I was like, whoa, I didn't know yeah, we were going here. I didn't really want to see that. No, but, me neither. Um, but the baby is so cute, and they seem very happy. And they, you know, they talk about how they want to work it out. And, you know. Well. But, <laughs> okay, this is, <laughs> this is the real crazy thing, which is why it's, this is the most important one. I feel like we should pull up the Instagram picture so we don't get anything, like, wrong with our telling of this. Well, I mean, I've... I've read it over plenty of times to report with full like confidence. Okay, okay. Um, Tony, if you let's well, let's go back. Let's you know, let's go back to Skeletons. Okay. Um, season thirty of the Real World, where we met Tony and Madison. Tony had been hooking up with Madison for a few weeks, I think, and then ding dong, Tony's skeletons come, and the first one is Elizabeth, his former girlfriend. Um, who was the one who I think he was just dating right before he left. Yeah, and then, she was awful. She was terrible. Um, and then I think like later that week, is it Elisa or Alyssa? Alyssa. Alyssa comes, who's his really long term. I think like like we'll learn, like, 11 years. Yeah, it's like they had been dating since like seventh grade yeah. or something crazy. Um, it's wild. So she comes in and he has these two ex-girlfriend skeletons and they both like kind of still love him. Alyssa was basically like, we will always be together. Yeah, she's kind of a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, but what was crazy about her craziness was that she seemed so normal otherwise. Yeah. They, they all kind of liked her. They all yeah. hated Elizabeth. Yeah. And they all kind of liked Alyssa. Yeah, because she's like fun. Yeah, but, but she's also crazy. But is insane. Yeah. So, reason why this is important. Um, Tony has a baby with Madison. Baby's born. Harper's there. Yesterday. 
Yesterday. This is, this is Wednesday. Nearly yesterday. 420. <laughs> um, I open up Instagram. Tony Rains posts 11 years in the making, and it's him and Alyssa kissing four ultrasound pictures. And... Do you want to read the th- what he says? No. you Basically, 11 years yeah. in the making is fine. Um, but basically, it's like... It looks like a giant photo booth strip. Yeah, you didn't even realize what it was the first time you saw it. (laughs) No, because I, like, opened... I didn't open the picture. I was just looking at it in the text. And so I thought you were just sending me, like, oh, my God, Alyssa and Tony are back together. And I was like, ugh. I thought he was with Elizabeth again. Who who told you that? Vevmo? Well, no. I listened to this... I I listened to this interview with Shane, and I thought he said that he was with Elizabeth. You know what? He very well could have been. Anyway, yeah. So Tony's having another baby with Alyssa. Yeah, and they posted an announcement via Instagram. They're both kissing the the four panel ultrasound picture. It's kind of gross to yeah. me. But you know, so what's grosser than Tony having multiple babies <laughs> is the reaction that people had to that photo. Oh, man. He was, like, burnt at the stake. Everyone was so mad. Everyone was so mad. And it made me, like, really question, like, what are all these people doing with their lives? I know. Like, the last thing you need to care about is Tony and Madison's personal life. But people really do on Instagram. I have no idea why. Um, I mean, we're talking about it right now. Yeah, but we're only talking and saying, like, he's stupid. I'm not leaving comments like... The reality, you stay hot, she gets big and preg, he sees a blonde nowhere, and both your babies have a new sibling. Hashtag, it needs a cage. Hashtag, chastity belt for men. Hashtag, Tony Reigns is predictable. Shout out to who's ever comment that was. At Mama Lisa 13 Two yeah. M's as the second M grouping in Mama Lisa. Um, so, yeah, you know, obviously, haters hating um, we think he's crazy. Yeah. Shane Rains does Can we say read he's. It? Um, oh yeah, sure. So Shane, Shane posted. Shane, this is Tony's brother. How I feel about my bro at T Rains having another baby on the way. Me being an uncle two times and everyone involved being happy with the situation and being friends slash one big family. P.S. Please keep all negative comments to yourself. That stress isn't good for new pregnant mothers and could cause them a lot of harm to the pregnancy. We are all happy that we are adding one more to the family and we all love each other. This is this in a weird way brought everyone together better than I would have ever expected. So please just respect this crazy beautiful journey that's taken place. It's all a blessing. Uh, raised hands emoji, angel emoji. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> Thank you guys who support it and are happy for our family. Kiss face emoji, kiss face emoji. Hashtag Uncle Uncle Shane. Baby emoji, baby emoji. Hashtag the new normal. Hashtag the more the merrier. Yeah. Um, thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. He's great. That is why our group text is still called the Shane Rain's Vogue Zone. Yeah. He's he's wise I beyond his years. I kind of never want to change it. We'll, we love Shane. We'll never change it. Don't worry. Um, and then Madison also posts a picture of her and Alyssa together. Yeah. That she's excited. Yeah, she said, you know, she's excited that Harper is going to have a sibling. And it's a cute picture. And you know what? They'll all figure out how to make it work. But I will say the bummer side of this is that Tony is essentially getting what he wants, which is all of these women in a harem. Yeah, someone said, like, I'm sick of this sister wife shit. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. like that. But um, I mean, do you think? Do you think that Real World will do a, um, a spinoff like The Reigns Family and let's have them all live in a house? <laughs> Tony, Madison, Alyssa, two babies, um, Uncle Shane. Would I watch it? Yes, I, I would, would definitely love watch that. it. Because like everyone like loves Teen Mom, so they're definitely not teens. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's family real drama. It is real drama, and you know what? They are all compelling characters. Yeah. Um, one other note about Tony, and I don't know how I didn't know that this happened on the 4th of April. Oh, my God. he got, like, a... arrested for drinking in public. It was on TMZ. Oh. Did you know that? I mean, it's Louisiana. But I don't think it, well, I don't think it was in, in Louisiana. That's why he got arrested Oh, for like he was in Texas, maybe? And then Who knows? He got, He's hmm. probably just so used to walking around with a drink in his hand. Yeah. Um, Foreman Tony. Five Foreman o'clock Tony. on the dot. I hope he's, I'm sure he's, he'll be able to support all of his children. Okay, I'm seriously convinced. Okay, so I found this out from one of my coworkers. But, like, basically there are some oil rigs where you do six months on, six months off, and the six months on you are, like, living this grueling life, doing some of the hardest work that that humans do on Earth uh, for oil rigs. And then you have six months off because it's just, like, so awful and they give you a big vacation. But you get paid, like, in the triple figures. I feel like that might just be Tony's life. I mean, how can he fit the challenges in? He's done two now. As if he does winter, if he does winter time oh, yeah, he's shifts. Busy. Yeah, I don't know. And impregnating two women. I know. Well, that life. part's easy. You just really have to have sex twice without condoms. Tony, Tony, Tony. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hot topics. Do you have any? Um, no, I mean, there's so much Tony Madison stuff kind of like. You're right. That is truly a um, hot topic. Did you have something you wanted to add? I have two things. Yeah. Uh, my first one, I don't have a picture of, so I can't bring it up, but it's Naya. She is studying to become a flight attendant. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and I Good was like, her. that's great for her. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see her on her challenges anymore. I honestly think what you said about her being blacklisted or being an insurance risk or something is true. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see her again, but I am happier... Or I'm happy for her, like, pursuing, like, greater interests. Yeah. She also started a GoFundMe to help get this homeless guy um, mm-hmm. off the street, there's which is a, really nice of her. Yeah, she came outside her apartment one night, and there's a homeless guy who was outside her building, and he was like, I used to live in your building. Like, some bad, excuse me, some bad shit happened to me. And she, like, gave him a suitcase and, like, started to go fund me for him. And that's yeah. really, really, that's really nice of her. Oh, Naya. Yeah. Uh, my second one is kind of, I think it's a good, like, ending note because it's challenge-related and it's also Corey-related. Um, oh. Yeah. At Corey Wharton, I underscore at underscore IG, sorry. I really fucked that one up. <laughs> Corey, okay, his Instagram handle is Corey Wharton underscore IG. So just in case you weren't sure what medium you were on. Um, just in case. Yeah. Uh, he posted a picture of him and Ashley from, like, the challenge trailer. Yeah. And the caption says, oh, we talking teams. And I said it like that because it's all caps and uh, spaces in between the letters and, like, five S's. And then he said, time to break the bandana back out. And I was just like, the bandana's not yours. The bandana's Johnny Bananas. I know. Well, I think he might be the new Johnny. He might be the new Johnny. So passing of the torch a little bit. But where is the ACL? (laughs) What? (laughs) 
Have we tweeted at him yet? Where's the I ACL? I did. We didn't say anything. We should just tweet him every day from the from our Killing Up Twitter. Hash, like, hashtag where is the ACL That's at Corey good. Wharton. What is this? Whatever, MTV Corey. I don't know. I um, think he's the only Corey who's been on MTV, so probably. <laughs> on that note, uh, um, we are on Twitter at Killing It Pod. You can tweet at us. We respond. Yeah, shout out to that guy who left us a comment on Sad. Oh, Fox. yeah. Do you, know, do you remember his name? I'll look it up. Um, yeah, if you guys ever want to comment on things, we totally read them. I don't think we replied to it. No, we didn't. I did have a question whether or not he was saying he can't with Jenna. I'm guessing it's Jenna go big or go home, but like we also did talk a little bit about Jenna from I think the he was, I think he was saying uh, Jenna from go big or go yeah. home. Yeah. Cuz we all can with Jenna from Oh yeah. Explosion. I love Jenna. Jenna I guess Campona. her and Brianna were just like on vacation together or something. They're oh. like in in Miami. And Jenna was like, "I'm so glad we woke up every day and ran." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, fuck you, Jenna." Um, okay, Jesse Phipps won. Thank you for commenting on our SoundCloud. Yeah, love um, it. we can't with Jenna either. Yeah. We as can't. you as you heard. <laughs> yeah. Though we kind of can't with Chris this episode, this past episode. You know either, what? So. I can't with any of these children. Yeah, me Except either. for CJ. CJ. Except for CJ, I can. Yeah. And Sabrina. She was pretty low key. Yeah. We'll wait till she says something. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Keithy Natalie. You can follow me at Daniela Devera. Um, comment, subscribe. Yeah, if you listen and you like, please rate and review yeah. on iTunes. We would appreciate it. Yeah, we're, um, we'll figure out a good consistent schedule for this sometime soon. You know what? Rivals just, 3 May 4th. It's just like the challenge is our North Star. I know. We need a North Star to follow. You're right. Yeah. But we'll figure tough. it out. Um, thank you for listening.